Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hi, I'm Alex L., and I write books for a living. The Hey Girl podcast was created with sisterhood and storytelling in mind. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Join us as we journey through sharing together. Hey, girls. Hey, girl. (laughs) Hi, Lehigh and Abby. It's so nice to have you with me today. I am very, very, very excited to be able to chat with you about the brand and self-care and everything else in between. But before we get started, can you guys take a minute to introduce yourselves? So, Lehigh, who are you and what do you do? Hi, I'm Liha Okiniwa, co-founder and CEO of Liha Beauty. We're trying to empower consumers with knowledge of raw ingredients and African beauty secrets. I'm Abby Ayepitim. I'm the co-founder of Liha Beauty that started in the UK, um, in London and in Cheltenham about three or four years ago, for about four years ago. So let's start from kind of the beginning. Abby, you can take us away with this one. How did this brand come to be and why did you feel the need to kind of come out into the market with such restorative and also natural products? I think it was, well, it started, I've known Liha for over 20 years and we've always, we kind of, um, we met at university and always kind of made our own skincare and hair care products. We were like one of the few girls on campus that had our own natural hair and we kind of gravitated towards each other because of that. And um, I used to be an athlete. I used to, I went to two Olympic games and I I was always about what I would, you know, what I was ingesting, but then I became really aware of what I was putting on my skin. And Liha's a total beauty junkie and she's into all sorts of beauty rituals and stuff and so when I would travel she would ask me to bring out all these weird and wonderful ingredients and products and after I was retiring and Liha was winding down her other business we were thinking of setting up something and so we're kind of tinkering away with like our what is now like our hero product our Edana oil and it was one of the products people like friends and family really loved and were like saying you need to sell it you need to kind of boil it up and sell it and that kind of got us thinking about um, setting up a business and we didn't really see anything that catered for us in terms of a, in terms of natural clean um, skincare realm I suppose and so yeah so that's how we kind of got started we went to a, a festival a really niche festival just to get some feedback on our branding and our products and we were doing workshops showing people how to make their own natural skincare and it took off we sold out the products and lots of people coming to workshops and anthropology had a tent a couple of stores down and lots of the girls were coming to our workshops they loved it the head of anthropology came to our workshop and she was like I want to sell your oil and it kind of got started really that's how we started the brand
I love it. To switch gears just a little bit, what has skincare and hair care and just this process of using natural ingredients on our skin and on our hair, like what has that taught you about community? I know that hair care and skincare can like band women together. And I find that it's really beautiful when we're able to do that and when we're able to build this sense of community. So Liha, can you talk a little bit about what this process over the past few years has been like as far as cultivating community and sisterhood? I think it was something that was always really important to us and it just kind of happened naturally like everything that's happened on our journey I think I'm a really big believer in divine timing and I just feel like even though everything felt like a challenge everything happened in the exact way that it was supposed to so I think even just starting as something so basic as our workshops you know we wanted there's so many people that don't know what shea butter is right and there's so many people who are kind of out of communion with themselves and I feel like all of our products they force you to slow down and they force you to take a moment with yourself you know even if it's from going to the workshops we do like a crash course in aromatherapy and then you will learn how to whip your own shea butter women always make like the most amazing connections at those workshops like people will meet and just become instant friends or the topics of conversation will just flow so naturally because no one has their phone on everyone is just doing an activity and focusing on that activity you know and really being present in the moment and I think for me, what's been amazing is watching so many of our customers kind of follow us on that journey and also kind of forcing them to slow down. I met a woman at a workshop a couple of years ago, and and this happens all the time where women in cosmopolitan areas particularly will say, you know, could you make like a liquid version of the oil? I don't have time to melt it. And we will always say like, look, mm-hmm. if you don't have five minutes to melt the oil, <laughs> you have bigger problems kind of thing. And not in like a rude way, but the conversation that that sparks can be so amazing and this one woman had had like the most amazing job and was making all this money she was like why the hell do I not have five minutes in my life you know so weirdly this year I think it's been especially interesting one of the strange plus sides of this whole thing has been that people have had time and they've been like oh finally I've got time for this and I think taking that little bit of communion with yourself can sometimes lead to like a really longer journey of self-care or like cause you to ask deeper questions which is amazing so that's been something that's been really it's taken a long time to take effect but now essentially that's like a really key cornerstone of our community which I'm really really thankful for. I love that so much that slowing down factor I mean 2020 has kind of given Mm -hmm. that gift to us right of slowing down even though there's been so much collective trauma and pain that's happening I think in these moments Mm -hmm. of slowdown we're able to really lean into like coming together and learning how to heal together and be there for one another so I want to just switch gears a little bit and talk about that like what has 2020 taught y'all about slowing down and leaning into your self-care routines Abby, can you take us away there? Coming from the background, I came from being a sprinter, being an athlete most of my adult life. Um, everything was always being on the go, not really. And one thing I remember when I retired was like, I regretted so many things I didn't take the time to appreciate. I always felt like there'll be many more times like getting into Olympic final. I thought that was going to happen again <laughs> and it didn't happen. And it was one of the things I regretted not having taken the time to really kind of appreciate that and kind of celebrate that. And, you know, I remembered that when I retired and not enjoying like the process of being like then 
after I retired, I wanted to do that more, really just take the time to appreciate my surroundings and to appreciate the things I had accomplished. And I really didn't do that. And I think 2020 kind of really made me do that. I'm a single mom. My daughter was, you know, a year and a half. My parents were stuck in Nigeria and I didn't have any to help me. So I had no choice but to slow down. Yeah. So just getting into some kind of like a self-care ritual with my daughter and she became part of the journey, just being really kind of eye-opening. And it's something I've taken through now, though we're not in, well, we're kind of in lockdown, but not so much. But um, just, you know, things like I wake up now and I put some like meditative music on and I light a candle, an oil burning candle. And I go through like a ritual of like movement with my daughter and she's very much part of that. And that's what 2020 has allowed me to do. And I think it's something, well, it's good, it's embedded in my life. How about you, Liha? What would you say to that slowing down as a form of sacred self-care practice in time? Yeah, 100%. I mean, Abby will tell you that I'm like at a snail's pace anyway <laughs> on, a, <laughs> on any year. I'm like annoyingly slow. I mean, you know, like, I don't know. I just think you have to find your pace and honor it. And I think, yeah, this year is just, it's just solidified a lot of that for me, really. And I think it's given me a lot more time to sort of work on my own personal healing journey as well, because it's we've all just been forced to have so much time for self-reflection. And I always was super slow anyway and kind of meditative anyway, but I think this year has just made me go even deeper into that rather than be frustrated with the amount of time I have I try and just take a lot of time to be really really grateful and go through those gratitude rituals to mm. avoid because obviously every it's been so rough for everyone like doesn't matter how much you meditate or you try and do this and that everybody has been having like crying moments <laughs> or just stressful moments it's been a really rough year so I think for me just being able to be like really ground myself and have those gratitude moments so that's what I try and do in the morning is like go for a walk go to somewhere I'm like kind of in nature so I'll go to the river or I'll go to the woods and just sit for five minutes and just list all the things that I'm thankful for and even a lot of those things are like super basic things which I think that's been another good thing about this year is it's made everybody realize you know if you have a roof over your head and you're doing okay like that's literally it that's fine you're you're doing okay you know doing okay so before we wrap up I would love to just ask what do you want to take with you into 2021 I mean by the time this airs we'll be in 2021 (laughs) and I'd love to know some of the rituals that you are taking with you and ones that you're encouraging your community to lean into as well I think it's just being more reflective and just slowing down. Well, you know, slowing down. I'm nothing I do is very slow, but just slowing down. Yeah. And just being, I think for me, it's just being reflective and and kind of leaning into more of my spirituality, which I've never really done before. And just having conversations with my dad, who I didn't know was really spiritual. And he, um, we've had these conversations about the Yoruba religion or Isha and not know. And it's almost like he's been practicing it forever. Mm. in secret and just talking about you know about the 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 way he his practices and the, and his history with it and my grand my grandma's history of it and just kind of just educating myself with that and kind of finding ways to to practice it myself and just understanding it so that's something I'm working with my dad to kind of just understand and delve into the religion more yeah I think that's something I probably wouldn't have kind of looked into if it was if it wasn't for 2020 and understanding that 
the background and um, yeah, and just the the traditions of that. So that's something I'm going to take away with and educating our consumers about our community about that as well. That's something we're really wanting to do. It's something that we've been doing, just kind of drip feeding, but we want to kind of um, educate our community about the religious aspect and spiritual aspect of the Nigerian culture. So that's something we want to do. How about you, Liha? Yeah, 100%. Like, Abby and I have been talking about this for a long time, and it's something that we're really, really excited about. So I would totally agree with her on that one. We had the launch of the Goddess Rollerballs to kind of kick that off. It's just that sort of veneration of Yoruba goddesses. And just to break down that stigma, you know, there's so much stigma around African spirituality. And I think so many friends of mine, including Abby, like so many people just had that awakening this year. I'm not sure exactly. There were so many different things that could have sparked it, but so many people have just started to get more in touch with that side of Yoruba spirituality, African spirituality. And that's something that we really want to bring forward and you know continue to destigmatize and do that work and help people get in touch with their ancestors yeah just find their own rituals and I think on a personal note yeah it's just again just kind of honoring my pace I want to I started playing music again which was so nice in lockdown haven't done it for so long I play alto saxophone and I haven't played in years like I played in last time I played in a band was like oh 2003 in a minute I used to play like here and there but this year has been amazing to get back into that so for me that's something that I definitely have to keep that going because that's the thing that's kept me sane (laughs) thanks for listening to the show today please rate subscribe and review Also, feel free to share with a friend. We love having our community grow. Music is by DC's own Kokai. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.